What is up, everybody? It is your humble host, the Q Dog from Man vs. Marriage. And I'm excited to let you behind the curtain and listen to uh, a conversation between Jeannie and I and Julia Barbaro uh, after one of our recording sessions. And we just talk about things in general about life, about teenagers, about dating about family, about husbands, about wives, and uh, it's a very, very intriguing conversation. I thought it was really wonderful and that you would grab some value out of it. So I just ask you to listen, enjoy, and uh, as you listen to this particular podcast, think about the values that you promote in your family, that you are standing for, and you are teaching um, your children as they grow and where are you as a man with your values and and your home? And, you know, in spite of what culture or society says, where do you stand for your family and what's important to you? That's what I think you can draw out of this particular message. And uh, I hope it goes a long way to inspire you to kind of reinvigorate your values and what you're doing. That was Hunter there on the side there. He's a little excited looking at YouTube. So enjoy this episode of Man vs. Marriage. This is the Q-Dog. See you on the other side. There we go. Good. Um, that was great. Yeah. It's yeah, funny because every time you. I talk about the story of leaving, I get so worked up. Like I get, yes, it's such a, it, it was such a difficult time in our life. And st- I mean, you know, up until recently, I just, it's hard for me to talk about it, which is funny because I'm not usually like that, but only on that subject. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of emotions, a lot of things, um, you know. Once I said leaving everyone we know and and everything we know, that's where I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's yeah. when you think about it. I mean the the night the night before we left California, mm-hmm. you know, my mother and my sister and my nephew came over, mm-hmm. and it was one of the most brutal nights, oh. you know, in yeah. in memory because it's not that we were saying goodbye forever, but the, but it felt like it It feels, yeah, it it feels like this is the end, but you know, it's funny because when I look back, that was the end of what we know. That was the end of the relationship we had up there and the relationship, like how we lived our lives. Like you said, the holidays and all that, we always had the holidays. So all of that stopped and it was going to be different from now on. We didn't know, but looking back, it was a goodbye, you know? So that's why we know, you know, it's almost like we knew it was coming. Wow. Yeah. And but then, it's all uh, good. And, you know, but we didn't, but we don't know that it's, you're, you're basically stepping out into the unknown and complete yeah. trust. It's like, I had hundred percent trust in God, but also my husband. I'm like, I guess he's going to do okay financially. <laughs> you know, I guess <laughs> worst case, I told him worst case, we're going to move in with your mother-in-law, with my mother-in-law, with his, his mom. And so I thought, okay, I have a back, like a plan, like I have a backup plan. But at the same time, I'm like, he is going to bust his butt and he's going to make it work because <laughs> he's not going to want to go move with his mom <laughs> with all of us. Yeah. So I figured that was a good, that was a good way. And he did. I'm glad it's worked out yeah. and, uh, I'm glad things are going well and, uh, really happy that, uh, 
somehow we found each other oh, 100%. as families. So 100%. Very... So thank you. I have to tell you that normally I wouldn't have said yes to Sundays, but it was the title of your show made me laugh. And I'm like, oh, I got to go on that. I got to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to fe- tell you, that's <laughs> the only you. reason I said yes. <laughs> I appreciate it. And yeah. I feel, I feel so bad. Um, when she's like, she doesn't do the weekends. And I'm thinking how in the world can we do the week because of how I travel for work? And I, I felt like I was being a really selfish kind of, but I just, I mean, I guess I could have just taken a vacation day and done it that way to yeah. accommodate you. So but apologies you know there. It worked out. Like I said, I, it, it always works out. You know, it was, it was supposed to happen. And like I said, we got to talk twice. So <laughs> why not? We did. We did. <laughs> we did. That's wonderful. It. And then hopefully yeah. I'll get my husband. I, I got to, I got to get him on, on the Sunday. So he'll be fine. We'll work it out. Well, the next, like I say, maybe the next time, um, you're I'll gonna, do what I can. You're uh, going to be off, um, like October 10th, which is a Monday. So that's, I mean, you do have a couple of days coming up where we have appointments yeah. in the morning and you're going to be taking the day off. So we can always try and work around. He, he tries to take off time when we have to do medical appointments with some of the uh, kids because right. our specials are too difficult for me to handle. Sure. So is that, there's Columbus always, an, um, I don't know. It could Monday be, but Columbus day is well, October 10th. Okay. We'll, we'll kind of, we'll play it by ear and I'll, I will do everything I can to accommodate y'all. Okay. Yeah. But the next the, the the next level of this is going to be uh, a show and a brand called Family Famous, and it's about mm. men being famous in their home as opposed to chasing fame mm. outside of the home. Um, so we're we're working on that because that is one of the calls in my heart. And then eventually I'll be I love tattoos if you couldn't tell, and so I'll be doing yeah. a, a podcast at some point about faith called Ink Pastor, like a play on Ink Master. Nice. So. Looking, oh, I'm just, I hope it, I feel called to that community and it's a great community of yeah. people and I, I, I want to reach them, you know, for the cause of mm. Christ. Um, sure. so I've been looking at how, how can I expand the platform? And at first it was like, let's do this for some financial freedom. And then I started getting emails from men that were separating from their wives and it's like, mm. the money doesn't matter. How do I right. make this platform bigger to save yes. marriages? Yeah. Uh, no. So, you know, that I'm looking for something to like a command your brand type thing to expand. I mean, it's, it's costly, but it's an investment, you know, yeah. if you want to grow. Yeah. But, that, but I have to say they're very easy to work with. You tell them your target um, and they're, they're excellent. Like even when we were re- rescheduling this, I said, no, no, I could work with them to just schedule it separately. She's like, nope, I don't want you to do anything. So she was really, they were really good. They're excellent oh. about keeping everything up to date and really, really, I, I definitely do recommend them. It was costly, oh, but, um, I've been, I've met amazing people through it that I normally wouldn't have even, I didn't even That's know right. existed, you know, so it really is worth it. But I appreciate that family because I, one of my big issues I think is how men and marriage and just husbands are seen in society right now you know, with the TV shows and how everyone makes fun of the guy. I just hate that. And yeah. I just, you yeah. know, so one of, I hate, I just, it's like, why are the, why are men out there just, you know, stand up and be the head of the household in obviously in a, in a healthy way. I don't mean it in a nasty way, but it's just, sure. you know, it's, yeah. it's a problem in society where marriage is looked down upon and the divorce rate is so high and all of that is because it's so accepted, you mm-hmm. know, and it, it's, 
been such well, an issue. Buy a new model that's really why. Like <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and is. so that's the problem. It's just like, it's not working. We grew apart. Like, no, you, you no. there's more to it, you know? And, and so that's what we really talk a lot about, especially even when we, we give talks at his, um, at his event, which is all real estate people. But I'll go up there and just talk about how great marriage is. And, you know, you everyone's married. Awesome. <laughs> like 99% of them are married with kids. I'm like, don't you want a happy home? And it's like, oh, I never really thought of that. You know, so that's what we mm. talk about. I don't yeah. think people really you know, consider because... that your marriage actually plays a huge part in how well your business does. They don't. Because if you're not happy at right. home, it's going to come out. One way, I mean, you can it comes you can out. Only put up you a can't front turn it off for so long. Sure, but eventually, yeah. something's going to come out, and people are going to catch. There's like a bitterness or an edge to something that you said. And then, if you yes. ever have to meet people as a couple, you're screwed mm -hmm. because everyone's going to see it oh, one 100%. way or another. You know, there's there's yes. only so much you can hide. Yeah, we jokingly call right. it my ticker. Hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's so true. And, and, you know, and divorce is like, it's almost like, oh, it was good for the family. Oh, it was good for it. It's never good. You know, we should probably yeah. stop saying that. Sometimes it's necessary. We can use the word necessary. I heard someone talk about this is that, oh, it's better for the kids or it's better for, and we look, we put it at like a positive spin on it, you know, but it's still devastating for everyone in the like we were talking about moving everyone yes. because everyone's affected the extended family and everyone all of a sudden now it's like, all right, now we're going to see that person anymore, you know, but sometimes we can use the word divorce was necessary, but it's never good, you know, because it's still a lot of, absolutely. I heard that and I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. I wish I heard that before, <laughs> but you uh, know, yeah. that's because so for well a, said. a child to hear that it was better for him, you know, meanwhile, he's, you know, torn up inside and he doesn't know how to explain it then that's what their idea of good is. Hmm. Well, is it, if this is good, I'm not getting married. If this is good, why even bother? Yeah. But if it was well, a necessary something that, yeah. I think some people too, because of, of the way society has kind of coined it, now it's just acceptable. So when they're right. young and they're getting into relationships, like our kids, we're constantly like no, no dating. Our rules were no dating until you're 16. And there were three major things that right. had to be in line. Your, your chores and your behavior at home, your schoolwork and your attitude. Mm -hmm. If your attitude towards us right. or anyone else is, is showing that you're not mature enough yeah. yet, then dating is yeah. not an option. But Absolutely. when they get into these young relationships, it's acceptable mm. to be with someone for a short while and go, eh, you know, I just don't really yes. think this is going to work anymore and walk away. And they don't right. realize the impact you're having on someone. Right. You know, it's not just you dating that person. You were dating their friends right. and their family. Like this is a yes. whole community right. that you're locking yourself yeah. into. And they don't realize until later the backlash. And I'm not saying that, that there shouldn't be, because obviously everybody gets involved, but yeah. it's like moving, right? You know, we made this yeah. decision because it was best for our family in general Yeah, and other people are not going right. to be accepted, acceptable to that, but mm -hmm. it's what's best for us. Mm -hmm. It's also yeah. what was necessary for us to move forward yeah. with our kids, for our kids to be able to have the life that they have these huge plans. They want to be certain mm -hmm. things in their life. We couldn't give that to them where we were. So we lo we found a place that both of us, when we stepped off the plane to visit, it was like, oh, dude, this is mm. this is where we need to be. It's the same way when yeah. Quincy and I started dating, we didn't know each other from Adam. We were thrown together 
by somebody as as mm-hmm. a, Quincy thought it was a joke. Quincy honestly thought this guy it was a joke. <laughs> he was being played. But we yeah. clicked so well that we never spent a day apart. And we were just friends from the yeah. time that we met until yeah. it was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is my person. And when we yeah. started getting into, you know, what our commitment would be, the very first thing we said was he comes from a divorced family. My parents mm-hmm. probably should have been divorced at some point in their marriage. Right. And they stuck it mm-hmm. out. They figured things out. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't agree with how they fix things doesn't mean that it was wrong. That's their marriage. It's not my business to tell them how to do it. But both of mm-hmm. us had to face divorce is not an option. Right. Unless there are very specific boundaries that have been yes. broken, this is not an right. option. We're going to do whatever it right. takes. That's how the podcast right. came about. That's how all this came about was we finally just mm-hmm. stepped up one day and we're like, okay, either we fix it or it's completely broken. Which one are we doing? Yeah. And since divorce is not that. an option, you know, we yeah. just, we finally kind of took the place to, to get help. Yeah. But right. a lot of people now it's like, well, it's just acceptable to walk away from it, it and find it something is. new. Because right. I, it's, and it's not, it can't even be worse, that I need help. <laughs> yeah, because people go into it saying, well, if it doesn't work, we can just, you know what I mean? So you're going into something with, if it doesn't work, it doesn't have to last. And that, you mentioned, like, mm-hmm. if obviously, if certain boundaries are crossed, um, and it's different for everybody, because I've known people that go on through marriages that, holy cow, when I hear about what happened, and they're still together, I'm like, that's amazing. Like, I can't yeah. even, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if no I doubt. could handle, be able to handle that, but they did somehow. Um, but if you're going into a a marriage with, you know, even as a a Christian couple, you you know, you're putting God first and all that stuff and you you want children and you're open to all that. And maybe there's like a 10% chance of marriage. A lot of people focus on that 10%. Well, what if, and then you go through, well, what if, and you're waiting for something to happen. And that's usually the problem. We're not focusing on most of your relationship is good. Yeah. Dating is, dating is an interesting topic in, in our family. I, I got to the point in my life where I'm like, if you're not ready for marriage, what, what do you, what exactly are you going to be doing? There it is. You know what I mean? What, what, mm-hmm. what's the point? Can't you just go hang out with your friends? Can't you just go as friends? Why, why is it that you have a, you know, my kids were, were very respectful and good about this. They're all into going out together as friends. And I didn't even, there was no issues for some reason. <laughs> I don't know nice. how, I don't know. That's great. That wasn't me, but it's amazing. I mean, I have one, one son, he's super respectful you know, and he gets irritated when, you know, guys use women. They, he hates it. He doesn't understand mm-hmm. it. He thinks it's, it's horrible. And so I thought, well, that's a good example. He's a good, a good kid. But when our children at, you know, 14, 15 are going on dates, I'm like, what? For what? <laughs> Why not just be friends? Go all together. You're yes. just setting yourself up for really, really difficult times, you know, yeah. And they're, which they're not supposed to be going through. Their hearts aren't supposed to be being ripped out at 15 years old. That's just not. That's right. That's not what it's about. And, and then you have a, a, you know, then you're going into a marriage later on with, you know, a, a, with maybe an issue or something in your past that's been, you know what I mean? So I, I think it's yeah. really a good conversation. And a lot of, I don't really tell people that. I haven't really said it to a lot of people because I think I'm like way over the top. <laughs> but nope, you're not. You're not dating? though, because it, it, you're what's not trying on a pair of, of shoes. If you're not ready to get married. Right? Exactly. You're not trying on a pair of shoes. I mean, we went through it and both no. of us with all of our girls, I'm like, trust me, I've been here. Do not yes. do this because enjoy in the being end, friends. You question yes. yourself and if it's something wrong with you, there's nothing wrong yeah. with you. This mm-hmm. just isn't right. the time for that. I'm, I'm right. super grateful that our 
teenage girls that are in high school now are just like, boys are just blech. That's, like, that, that's their personality is yeah. they're stinky, they're smelly, they're <laughs> immature, you know, they're half of them are disrespectful. The other half might respect you, but they just don't, they don't know enough about themselves to really hold a conversation with you. Yeah. So my girls are just kind of like me and yeah. I cannot tell you how many times I've gone to bed going, thank you. I know. <laughs> I can't do this right now. <laughs> I know. And you know, it goes back to the parents. It goes back to us because a lot of, and I'm going to say girls, cause that's usually the case. A lot of girls are looking for that attention. They're looking outside the home, maybe because they're not getting it. I'm not blaming mm -hmm. parents. I'm really not. But a lot of girls are just need that extra, you know, you look at the five love languages. They have one for kids. They actually have one for teens. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have teens, get the five languages, five love languages for teens, because it talks about how when the teenagers need a different type of love, especially from the dad. And so when that's lacking, they're going to be looking for it somewhere. Mm -hmm. And usually it's outside the home. It's usually with, you know, other guys that they know or kids or whatever. And so sometimes we have to remember that as parents, it's like our children need to be heard. So when they talk, we need to listen. And dads, you play a huge role in your daughter's lives. And we don't, Absolutely. you know, and we forget that. It's just that one-on-one -on -one time. It's, you know, my girls were, are never, ever too old to like hug dad, like those long hugs. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean, I just, it's so sweet. Our 23 year old, when she comes home, she's a missionary. So when she comes home, my husband just can't, he just has to snuggle with her. And it's just so sweet. Like, I don't think they'll ever grow up. You know what I mean? I love it. Yeah. But that's what Hopefully. she is, is in need of. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just, you know, that's one of the things, dads, you are, you have such a responsibility and it's yeah. so great and it's so beautiful, you know? And, and that's why when I say, talk about marriage and when I talk about husbands and their roles, you know, it's, it's bigger than we think. I you totally know? agree. And, and it's incredible. We keep talking about, you know, society and, you know, there's such a movement to demonize roles in life and marriage and relationships. And, mm -hmm. you know, I kind of summed it up with the kids because we talk about culture and society and whatnot. And it's like, well, if somebody's going to break in the house, uh, who are you naturally going to run to for protection? And then if you need nurturing or to talk or et cetera, who are you naturally going to run to? And it, it, there's nothing, there's no reason we should devalue that. Absolutely. Um, it, it's something that we should honor and mm -hmm. it's something that we've worked hard to build. And like you say, the, the love languages for teens, we definitely did that. Uh, I think two years ago mm -hmm. because I, I've, I've figured out several years ago that it's like, man, a dad can really change the mood in, at home when he comes home. Mm -hmm. I mean, really make it worse or make it a whole lot better. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, this is a healthy responsibility that I need to know. And when I come home, I'm, I'm intentional about a few things. And number one is mom gets the first hug and kiss and they usually compete mm. to get that hug <laughs> um, first, but it's fun. It, they it's break fun. through the hug. They break yeah. through it. Yes. Oh, they'll put their hand between our face so that he can't kiss me. Yes, they'll start clawing at him, trying to pull him away. But he, he's a great example to them about what a husband is. And it's, it's even been hard conversations where he's had to say, look, mom's my number one. I, I appreciate where you guys yeah. are coming from, but mom is number one. This is my forever. Mm -hmm. You're going to have your forever mm -hmm. someday and I'm not going to matter as much. And that's okay. That's, that's the way it goes. But when they talk about guys that they're interested in or 
you know, boys at school, they're like, he, he's just not like dad. Hmm. And that yeah. catches your attention because, you know, it's like, well, he talks to me this way, but dad usually talks mm-hmm. to you differently. And they've noticed, like, we joke around because we have a thing called buzzwords. I, Quincy calls speed bump. Whenever, you know, as a mom, you have a million things going on. And then when they call and say, hey, honey, can you? It's <laughs> like you just threw a freaking crater in the middle of my day. And now I can't. <laughs> reset and it sounds silly to some people but for me it it really does screw with me so now he has to tell me hey i have a speed bump and all it does is it tells me okay i need to take a minute get away from what i'm doing settle down and listen before i Mm -hmm. go berserk and you know hear him out because sometimes he'll tell me something and before we had speed bump it was just like no (laughs) no you're not getting involved in my my routine this is what's happening (laughs) and and, you know, it starts fights and it was stupid. So we figured this out and my girls have caught that now. So when Sophie will text me, something's going on at school, there's a, a change in routine or whatever. She'll be like, hey, so there's been a slight speed bump. It's like, oh, okay, cool. She knows my language. We're getting this. But I have to do the same thing That's with her. Awesome. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. she she's one that gets anxious real easy. So we have to tell her, okay, hold on. We have a shift happening. I need you to sit down. And it, and it just... But they see him do that. And so it's it's become right. acceptable when you're going to talk to somebody and you know you're going to throw them through a wrench. They're like, okay, wait, hold on. And they know how to approach it. With him and his affection with me, they're very, very different. You know, they're, they don't mind that he holds my hand all the time. They always comment on how cute he is holding my hand when he drives and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. They're just they see affection as being acceptable rather than something of possession. You know, it just, it's a very different perception for them, but they also spoil him freaking rotten because he's a good dad. (laughs) You know, it's like they, they want to know when he's going to be home. They want to know when they can go to the gym with him. They want to know what's on his schedule so they could try to pencil in time. Like they, they are genuinely, seeking him out for what they need and he is very very good at making sure to make time for all of them well thank you honey and as even if it's just a few minutes i don't think some people realize how much impact just those few minutes can have like our our, he goes to all Mm -hmm. of um our youngest is in cross country and all of us including her say it's the most boring sport ever but she loves to run he shows up and he screams at her from clear across the field. And we joke, we're like, I hope we're not annoying you. She's like, no, I, I actually appreciate knowing that he's there because sometimes when she's running, you, you just kind of get in your own head and you start losing your momentum. But dad's on the other side screaming at her. Come on, you got one more step. You got one more step. Let's keep doing this. It's just, that's something that goes off in her head when she's doing these competitions and things at school with ROTC or whatever. She's like, I, I just hear dad telling me, you got one more, you got one more, you got one more. It makes a difference. It really makes a difference. I'm more the person they come to when it's like, this person was such a turd and this is what they told me. And I wanted to say this and it's like, okay, you offload all that stuff on me and I help them kind of sort through it. For him, it's the affection. It's the attaboys and the encouragement and the you're so beautiful i could tell them they're pretty until they're blue in the face Mm -hmm. they don't care but if dad comes in and says wow Mm -hmm. your makeup looks really good today 
that's it. They're going yeah. for the rest of the day. Yeah. But if you and I say it, it's like, it's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's nothing. It sounds like the two of you, like through your marriage and through the effort that you put into it, they know what a good marriage looks like. And that's really an issue nowadays so. is the average person doesn't know what that means. They don't know what a good marriage is. They don't know what sacrifice is. They don't know what a good father figure looks like. And so they get into a relationship. Most people aren't even getting married. They just live together and wonder why it doesn't work. But your family looks like, especially your girls, has the a really amazing role model. And so I don't even know them. I've never met them. But something tells me they're going to choose their spouse very wisely. Mm -hmm. And isn't that what we want? I think <laughs> so. Is. You know? I really think so. And so, wow. I just want to say that the two of you, it's almost like you've created your own family language, which is mm -hmm. pretty impressive as well. When your daughter is calling you and saying, hey, I hit a speed bump, she, she knows that, you know, mom's there going to listen. She's not going to mm -hmm. overreact because we, you know, we're busy and we tend to do that at times, but that's pretty impressive. So I just want to tell you that you, the two of you are amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that's very kind of you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I just, well, that's what uh, we're learning from. And we're learning from that because all your stories help me to say, oh my gosh, I need to, you know, I need to, whatever it is, I need mm -hmm. to support my husband when he comes home, like little things like that. And that's why I appreciate the two of you out there talking about what you talk about, because that's really where we learn. We could, we could state the facts. We could, you know, give yeah. a seminar, but it's really through our storytelling and our experiences is how we really touch other people and how we change people's lives because they were, we remember stories more than anything. That's a, that's a good word. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I figure we better let you go soon or we'll stay on the phone all afternoon <laughs> or on the, the computer. I, I mean, I, I know it's been great to, yeah. to spend time with you. Um, and, uh, it's great to learn more about your family and thank you for listening. You know, about our family as well. Um, definitely. And I definitely look forward to, to the next time and I'll see you on the podcast. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm like, I, I actually got through the fear of speaking because as far as the podcast goes, I'm like, no one's actually, no one's listening. It's just me and my husband in the room. Like the two of you are in your room, like it's not a big deal. I could, I could get over it. And then we were at one of his events, and this woman came up to me, kind of quietly behind, you know, in, in the crowd, and she kind of whispered to me. She went over my shoulder. She's like, "I just want to tell you, I love your podcast." And I look at her. I'm like, "I have no idea who this is. I've never seen her before. Why is she listening to me? <laughs> Why yeah. does she know anything about me?" Exactly. And I kind of got freaked. I got really freaked out. I'm like, "People are hearing what I'm saying." I'm like, "Oh no!" So then that was another obstacle. I'm like, "All right, I have to get over." It's okay if I mess up. It's okay if I don't tell the story properly. You know what I mean? All the all the fears we have, and just she said she liked it, and that was good enough for me. Mine's yeah. the you camera. Know. He wants to start doing the videos, and I'm like, nah, I just you know I'm good with the mic. I, hear you. I really don't want to be on the camera. Mm, no, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. It, but you know what? All the little the little blemishes, the little that we think we have. Oh, I don't like how I talk. I don't like how I move my hands or whatever it is. No one else notices. You're yeah. your worst critic. hundred oh, yeah. percent. Definitely. And people really... really do like for me in particular, I do like talk. I like talking to people and seeing them. 
I can, I can, for some reason, remember what you say more than just being on. Cause I did a couple of podcasts, which I couldn't see the people. And I, I, it was just weird. I didn't really remember it as much as I remember it. If I see you. Mm. So a lot of people are more visual and mm -hmm. they learn more visually. So, you know, yeah, it's definitely a little thing to get over. You know, you're beautiful. Your husband's